This is Unclaimed Bands. Show. Thank you. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. Tonight, we are coming to you from the Legendary Dobbs, located at 304 South Street in Philadelphia, PA. The Legendary Dobbs is Philadelphia's home of live music and has played host to such notable acts as George Thurgood, Nirvana, Green Day, and many more. Dobbs has been showcasing the best local and national music since 1974. And tonight, our guests are close to death. Welcome, everybody. How y'all doing? We're all doing good. We're rocking Dobbs. Cool, cool, cool. Well, before we jump into the interview, let's, uh, let's let everybody hear what your music's about. What are we going to hear? Uh, the next song you're going to hear is called Change. This was written with our original drummer, Mikey Mike Cayazzo, back in 2005. Okay, this is Change. That was changed by close to death. Guys, tell me to, something. How did you guys all get together, the five of you? Actually, before we do that, left or right? My left, not yours. <laughs> give me the, give me your name and what do you do in the band? Hey, I'm Q. I sing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I put that in quotes. You Q, sing. Okay. Q sing. I sing. Okay. Air quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes. Is that all you do? You sing? I, I jump around. Okay, tambourine and that with that too or no? I used to play a, a triangle. A cowbell. Triangle. Yeah. 
People forget about the triangle, but it's oh, I don't. It's it's where it's at. Oh, he Ooh. also twerks. Yeah, he, he twerks. twerks. He twerks. He twerks. You think Miley's got it? <laughs> He's got it. Do Do you hook the triangles on to the? So you, when you're twerking, your triangle at the That's same exactly time. That's exactly what I do. That, that I, could I, be I interesting to record. That as a secret, but you just blew it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can edit that out. That's not a problem. Yeah, we'll just put a little. <laughs> I'm Matt. I play bass, and I'm also on the side. Uh, Q's personal twerking uh, coach. <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. Taught him everything you know. Do you have a studio or do you just do that? Nah, you know, straight free, out of my basement. Straight up out of your basement? Yeah. Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? The couch. There's so many people who just don't know how to twerk. down there. Yeah. So many people who don't know how to twerk. It's a shame. <laughs> I'm trying to play guitar and I song right. Is that it? You don't I, twerk? I watch them twerk. You watch I'm them twerk? I'm too old. Yeah, I got to. They got, they got more stamina than me. There's there's no money exchange. You don't tip. No. Okay, good. Then it, then it's totally not good. No. Unless we got to get the crowd going. They're quiet. Then we got to talk. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to get, get it going. Worked up and all in the basement. I like that. You can tell. Big basement, you can tell right? he's got the St- Sylvester Stallone type voice. You know, yeah, he means business. Yeah. Hey, I'm not gonna mess with him. Jesus. Hey, we're in the city, his city, city of Portalula. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian. I'm not Adrian, but I'm Don. I play drums, and that's what I do. He's from Yemen. Yeah, I'm from Yemen. <laughs> Not really. Oh. But uh, I, I play drums, and D is next. What's up? I'm D Dial. I am lead vocalist. I'm from Austin, Texas. And um, Yeehaw! I get crazy. <laughs> how, how, how the, no, we'll cover that one, but go ahead. <laughs> Hold She's on, check this out. Before she goes any further, her dad played for the Philadelphia Eagles, bro. Oh, he really? Did. Ah, yes. so how cool is that? Yep. Right? Yep. You guys didn't know that, right? He was no. the second string quarterback yeah, for Philadelphia see? Eagles. What? He played one year with Vince Lombardi. Oh, okay, and, um, okay. Wh- when he passed, he uh, back when came football over. was football. Exactly. Right. Men were exactly. men. Yep. And he talked he like Chad. He played with Mike Ditka <laughs> and um, Terry Bradshaw. So. Cool. We finally <laughs> found an anchor to get in the football crowd for <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Well, how did you guys all get together? I mean, and we're gonna we're gonna deal with you coming in from Texas. That's got to be something. But how did you guys all get together as a band? I mean, I know you formed in what 2005, right? Yeah, Chad originally started. Chad, yeah, Chad I, can I start a bit. Uh, me and our original drummer Mikey, we started uh, doing a, um, like cover songs, and we decided to do originals. We started off as like this screaming metal band, but it, it, the music was great. But we just needed lyrics, and we wound up. Uh, we're on the job. We met Dean in the elevator at Brooks Love Brothers. Were you running the elevator? One of them elevator people. We were working in her more. building. I work for in Brooks the city, in Manhattan. Okay. Yeah. And she was over. She was snooping. She was listening to our conversation about our first show. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you guys are in the band." And I was like, "Yeah." Do you sing? And she actually said, "Yeah." She really couldn't. That was it. We just hooked up from there on, and then we took off from there. And then, then yeah. how I got? Or first, it was Q before me, right? Okay. And then we performed some shows, a couple of shows together. But Chad and I coached football together on the same team. Yeah. And he said, "Dude, I have this band." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So two years later, they need a drummer. They call me. Mm-hmm. I come in the band, and then I was in band for like two years, and then I went up leaving, and then the circle of drummers started to happen, la la la, and then that's when everything happened with Mikey, mm-hmm. the the original drummer of Close to Death. Um, we we lost Mikey, and then I said to Chad and D, Yo, let's get something to go together to to do something to show you know love for Mikey and everything, and that's how that's how we got back together right now. That's why I'm in the band. That's what we're we're here for, and that's. That's where we're going now, you know. So it's something, something tragic happened to bring it back together, you know. Well, I mean, obviously, I you know, researching, I, I know this. Are you guys comfortable talking about that? Can we can we talk about it a little bit? Because I know you've been doing some shows. That's but, um, about 
about about Mikey. What? what oh no, nah, I mean he was like the little brother I never had. You know, mm-hmm. we started off together in his bedroom. <laughs> he, he was he was a lot younger than me, but um, you know, we had we just sit down and play like um, Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two songs. Shit music. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then he ran into a little bit of trouble, and so did I. Um, in our personal lives, and it wound up, you know, about six months of being separated, we talked to each other, and it's like, let's do this. You know, let's get into the studio, and, uh, you know, let's make some music. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of people together, um, another another guitarist, actually, and um, we started with, we started with the, um, doing covers, and then it just wasn't us, and then we, we switched over to the originals, but me and him were close, like, we worked together, we fished together, you know, and um, we, he was tight. Like, I, I we could, we knew what each other was thinking when we made songs. Like that's how easy it came to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it just flowed. It just flowed. It was it was great. And unfortunately, he had some issues um, with his back and stuff. And um, you know, the doctors got him on pills, and that was the beginning of the end. Once he once the doctors got him on those pills, pain medication just kind of took it, over. It just kind of took over his whole world. You know, and you know, and I saw it. You know, it wasn't like. I, I, he went out on his own to get them. They gave it to him, mm-hmm. you know. And we lost the, you know, we lost the valuable player in our band. You know, we weren't the same once he. When we had to let him go. He just couldn't talk right. He wasn't playing right. His motivation was down, and he needed a break. You know, it's it's kind of a shame. A lot of people, uh, especially when it comes to music, talk about uh, how drugs affect. You know musicians and they you know obviously there or i didn't say obviously but a lot of times it turns out to be illegal drugs or something else like that uh but you know when it's uh when it's governed by a, a doctor supposedly and you know and whatever i don't know all the full details with it but it's, it's kind of a shame because that does happen too where people become um trapped in that and you have doctors dependent who, and yeah exactly i yeah. mean it happened with my with my grandmother it, it happened with a friend of mine's sister where it was just the you know the cycle of just Writing scripts like, oh, there you go, take care of it, take care of it, and and sadly, not enough, not enough checking in, not enough care from a, a licensed physician. Right. And I think that's mm-hmm. a little bit more deadly because, you know, and at least in my opinion, you walk out that door as the patient, going, well, my doctor said this is good. Right. And it's something that if you get pulled over by a cop and you show them your bottle, okay, cool, you should be on this. It's not something else, but that's right. that's kind of a shame. Right. right. So it's really actually a shame. Now I understand you guys have been doing some um, some of the shows you've been doing for to raise awareness about this. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, well, we had a, our first show to raise money and awareness uh, to prevent suicide for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention, the AFSP. And. Before you, the reason we really made that happen was Brian brought in um, Matt, and without his base, yeah, that would that would have never took off. Welcome back. The way as Welcome fast as fast as we took off, like when we got back together, and he learned the music, he did his homework, he came into the studio, it was like wow, magic. And mm-hmm. without that, we would have never been able to right. do the show as quick as we did. Yeah, I we mean, pulled it off with eight, eight, eight rehearsals. I this is not, we had that. nine rehearsals before tonight, you know. That's right. incredible, Matt. And, <laughs> and he uh, pulled through big time. The, yeah. the, the thing, big the, time. you know, the, the big thing, it hit home with me because I do a thing with some people over in, in England on anti-suicide, and we've lost a couple people. And the suicide hit me hard because I just got them doing a huge festival here at Dobbs on anti-suicide, and at the same time, they were losing Mikey to, to the same thing I was mm. fighting here. So when it all happened, 
I stepped up and I was like, this is no way, because it really hit home because Mikey was not only a past band member that I replaced, he was a friend, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and during yeah. that time, Close to Death was really sort of struggling with the personnel in yeah. the band, and uh, we couldn't find the right drummer, like, we couldn't find the right bass player. It was a big hot mess. <laughs> so we were actually, something good came out of something that, you know, right. we really yeah. lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, and um, we're just happy to be back together and playing. That's the, good. The, the coolest thing is we did this the anti anti suicide thing uh, two weeks ago in Staten Island, and the, the coolest thing was we we did it for Mikey, but we did it for everybody who battles yeah. the the silent killer, and that's what we can call it, you know. But the the big thing about it was we felt good because we did it for a friend, but the fact that even if one person from that crowd at that time goes home and they wake up the next morning, that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know, and that's that's really what it's about. And being personal, and having a band member in this band that I replaced one time, and being a friend of these guys—not only as band members but friends—and him before I even joined the band, it, it hit home. I was burying my father the same day he was taking his life. Mm. You know, so it's it's rough. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely, is rough. Now, for for the what was the name of the the charity you raised money for or the the organization? Uh, the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. And do they take donations if people wanted to donate to this? Yes. Okay, good. Is mm-hmm. there a link on your webpage or something like that for that? Or can they get in contact um, with you? I can. Yeah, I can definitely put one up. Yeah. They're, cool. Cool. So anybody out there also, who wants um, to? Uh, we back the, yeah, anybody so, could just go there and. Who do we? Dedicate it to someone's name. Well, cool. Uh, you know what? You can you can check out their site or check out ours uh, on cleanbands.com. We'll put yeah, it up as we'll well. Make sure. Okay, that way, if anybody wants Thank to, you. you know, participate in this because it's it's a really good cause. We, uh, I was talking to you earlier. We had uh, we had interviewed a band, and three weeks later, um, the drummer in that band had actually committed suicide, and uh, he lived with the band, and they just didn't know. It's it's really is a sign of killer. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. So, I want to shift gears here a little bit. Um, personally, for each one of you, what's influenced, um, you know, your you for your music or even in your life? Who who's personally influenced you? Chaz is the main songwriter, so let's start with him. Well, we'll, we'll deal with he, songwriting a little bit, man. but who flew? Who influenced you? My ex-wife. <laughs> All right. Now, is that a positive reinforcement? Uh, or uh, uh, I can listen Dr. to Phil. a lot of Stain and Slipknot, and I don't know. I, I've always been a writer. Okay. And, um, just doing my own thing. Matt? Well, uh, I first picked up a bass because I wanted to be like my older brother, who can touch any musical instrument and, you know, is unbelievable at it. Nice. So. Definitely jealousy was so a why, part of it. Why isn't he in the band? <laughs> yeah, he's not as cool, believe me. Okay. <laughs> and he can't twerk. But, no, no, he knows nothing about twerking. Oh, that's that's a, such an amateur. That's a, that's a necessity. In this band. But uh, as far as as far as musical, I mean, I'm a fan of everything. As far as you know, stuff like punk, you know, bouncing souls, rise against ignite, to hardcore, to metal, everything. I mean, there isn't something that doesn't influence me. Uh, I mean, maybe country, but that's about it. I mean, I'm a big hip hop fan. I'm big. I just love music in general, and I think that was what what made this uh, us getting together so cool. Because you know, I came into it initially just trying to help my boy Q out because he needed a fill in, and then you know, I think any musician can say when something sounds right, and you know it. You know what I mean? Like Definitely. you can really. Yeah. Just the first yeah. night we played together, I no think we played like five, six songs, and it was right. like we've been playing them for years. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, totally. He came in and boom, it, it, it was it was different. It clicked you know? right away. But I definitely did do my homework. Uh, you know, you can, <laughs> can ask my wife. So, <laughs> I, sat, I locked myself in a room for hours on end and just learned their stuff. And 
Yeah. And that was it. We that. appreciate that too. Yeah, we did. Because there's nothing worse than someone coming in and like being like, "What?" You know, you, you guys, get a lot of that. <laughs> you guys are gonna be amazed. What song? I came from the '80s hair metal days, right? Oh boy. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> Hold on. Next we question. had the Back best the guitar players on earth during that period, right? I'm a drummer. But I can tell you my biggest influence in music completely is Randy Rhodes, 100%. Of course, those tight pants thing. If not for Randy, I wouldn't be playing I wouldn't be playing music today. It's true. It's 100%. The, what Randy gave us is what I am. True, very true. Dee, what about you? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on what song it is or uh, you know, the music behind it. If it's like say like punk influence like one of our songs GFYS, I guess oh, I would go with Gwen Stefani on that vocal. Mhm. Um, if it was something more like Wet Dream, which is more melodic, I guess I would say that would be influenced by like something more like, along the lines of like, Chrissy Hind, or something more gritty and hardcore. I would say uh, Joan Jett, Pat Benatar, Sleazy. type of okay. vibe, like, like sleaze. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The attitude, you know, <laughs> it, it's the attitude. But mainly, or it's about the lyrics and the song and the music that you know we we create together. Gotcha. Q, what about you? I listen to so much stuff, uh-huh. and I had so many different generations of. I was a little hip hop kid, to I was a metal kid, to I was a metalcore kid. To well rounded, good. Yeah, so yeah, you know, but but I think in doing that is is a reason why I like this band so much because it's not so locked into one direction. We're fuck, we're a metalcore band. That's all we play is metalcore and everything. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, if we want to do a, a hip hoppy song. We're going to do a hip-hop. You know, like, we want to do this. We want to do a heavy song. Well, well that leads right yeah, into the next yeah. question. Uh, how does the writing process work for you? Does someone come with uh, melody first, lyrics? Do you all write together separately? Go ahead, Chad. Um, Anyone? Uh, I usually write at home. Okay. Know, and then bring the rhythm and then let these guys add to it and change it and, you know make it happen that's usually how it's done some yeah. things we do in the studio yeah, some things just happen you know yeah other things come off of a riff yeah other things come off of a some kind of melodic structure or whatever but for the most part once something comes in it just happens it's kind of snowballs you know and, mm-hmm. and as a drummer i really dig it because i get to play some straightforward stuff then i get to play some really punk stuff and then i get to play some metal type stuff you know like change for example cool. there's that break that i just left there for these guys Right. Yeah, you know, just to have ba- always. I don't. I'm not a. I don't like to be up in front and wailing and doing all these. So I just want people to feel the music. Yeah, it's all about listen the music. to what the lyrics are saying. Listen to what they're telling you. Feel it mm-hmm. and enjoy it. And Chad's That's really it. good about bringing different types of like music, like right off the bat during practice. He'll just like play something that we've never heard before, and everybody will just start freestyling or you know. First, I'll tell him to tune his guitar. But. <laughs> But the, that's sometimes like when we make a good song, just like not even trying, you know. Yeah, and then having Brian with the ability to break out a rap every once in a while, something that we think is funny. Yeah, Brian's like really good. Winds up be, winds up becoming workable in, in something, you know. So it's it's weird. I'm not a I've never been a rap fan other than NWA and stuff, but what he he does <laughs> in his stuff. It, that's it, why we it, asked him to get on board. Yeah, it opens up the door. It's, yeah. exactly. it's different. You not know, just for his screaming. Different. But yeah. for for the other things that he's he capable of doing, he has some lyrical doing. skill. Yeah, they can bring to bring. Right, to so the he brings collective. a lot mm-hmm. to the table. You know? Yeah, and, we, and there were a few months where we played without Brian, and it was just wasn't the same. No. It just wasn't as like we're a three piece band. Uh-huh. You need to be creative. Something and we, was missing. We lost that when yeah. we lost our, our original bass player, and when Brian wasn't playing with us no more. And once we got that back, it was like we were back to 
the way we made music. No, it ma makes to total yeah. sense. Yeah, Brian and I left at the same time and we came back at the same time, which was really cool because yeah. we both were out for like three years, right? Mm -hmm. And then we, we came back and, you know. Well, so Brian was here for Nicholas. Right, right, during yeah. the Nicholas. For a little stage, while, right? yeah. 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 They had, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just taking a breath and they, listening they to you They had drummer after drummer had, after yeah, drummer after so drummer. Oh, yeah, we were spinal was like, tap. <laughs> I was going to spell the same thing. There was a random gardening accident. You took two steps forward, you wound up taking three Dee back. hated me before I came into the band because I was doing sound for another Oh, she band. fired this guy before, like right? Okay. Yeah, oh, I totally did. She didn't like it because I wanted to spend... So it's been birthday with my kids one time, you know. Oh. You know how they are. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, she was I had better hair than her the whole time. Oh man. <laughs> I but no, I changed. don't think so. <laughs> the debate is out. We're gonna put that poll up. <laughs> yeah, who's got the best hair? All right, couple glam shots, you know. Oh, you don't want to see my pretty shots? No, no, no. I, I really oh, it's okay. <laughs> He's got original glam. Just shots check out his though. page on Thursdays. <laughs> Throwback <laughs> Thursday. Throwback Thursday. We're gonna start putting them all up on the uh, close of death. No, uh, I think so. Okay. You'll have more hits. Oh, do you guys want to talk about what our name means? If hey, absolutely. Because everybody, it scares people off a lot of, yeah. like, a lot of times. Really? We, yeah, we, oh, yeah. we have a hard scared. time marketing I, I was it. running towards it. That's why yeah. I wanted Really? To, yeah, seriously. Certain people take it the wrong See, way. They, it. We love it, but they, it seems a lot of, you have to explain it to a lot of people. They think we're Because they think core. right well, off the let's, bat. Let's take this opportunity to, to set the record there straight. Do it. Tell me, what does the name mean? Or where'd you get it from? No, really, it's just, it's when, every, we think that everyone in life, at some point, maybe not everyone, but you become close to death. And that's how me and Mikey were before we um, we came together. He was he was down and out with his family sleeping in, in a parking lot. And I was, believe it or not, one parking lot over, practically doing the same thing, drinking, taking pills. Mm -hmm. And I, I once we started playing, it stopped all that. But it was a point in our lives that we were, both of us were close to death. One foot in the grave. Yeah. And he actually, you know, later on, unfortunately, did take the step. But that's where the name came from. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I can. You know what? I, I I don't find it to be. As you said, I wasn't scared by the right. name. Come on, so I'm not going to be. Of but, course. But uh, at the same point, um, I think no. I think that's good that you that we got that out. Yeah. A lot of times we don't ask people about the name of the band because a lot of times there isn't a good story behind right. it or it's right. nothing very interesting. Right. And that's a tough, touchy subject because we've all been throwing it around because people we get negative people. Right. You know and. Like, especially when you're doing, like, an anti-suicide thing, people are like, oh, you guys shouldn't be using a name. You could you know, see, yeah, you, you could know, see but, the kind of the, the, but the, the irony line to is, that. It's but not a, it's not on that vein, you know? No. We're not metalcore. Right. We're, we're, it, it explains our songs, because our songs are very deep. It, it's yeah. just hard, because <clears throat> we're not there to explain it to everyone. Right. So when we it. tell Bikers for Babies, which on Stan Island is a huge event, mm -hmm. they don't want us, because they don't want to be up there announcing close to death, because... You know, bikers for babies. Well, that's when you say C2D. You know, yeah, yeah but so we do. No, no, right, that's good. That's people, good. People don't, don't. You're not. If you're not there to explain it to them, a lot majority of them take it the wrong way. Right. True, right. very true. Once I can, I can see music, that. Though, I you know, it, they do. You get they it. Really do. Yeah. And I felt it sticker on every song. I love it. Don't get me wrong. No, no, I no, love no, it no. to death. But thinking no. about the future and the way society is now, and there's so much going on in this world. You know, you start bringing death into your music, people just... Well, yeah, I mean, if, if that's what you're Because we can reach about, a, a but... bigger audience than just that. We don't want to reach just the metal, you know, and the people that are into that. We, our music has moved 
so many other peoples. We had people who 50, 60, a great adventure we were playing. We had grandma was dancing to the music. That's who we want listening <laughs> yeah, to. I know. You know that's because so. Q was twerking. Yeah, that's true. That's true. His old hair ladies, was shorter, too, yeah, at the time. They, they like that. The old ladies and the kids. The, the blue hair is like The long yeah. hair now. Kids are all about but, it. But, see, I, I, took, I took the title uh, to be... You know, I mean, obviously people could say, take it as, oh, I'm so close to death. But the reality is, uh, and I guess maybe I'm looking a little bit different, uh, but I think that any one of us at any given time are close to death. Sure. It's just a matter of, did you step off the right curb or not? Right. Did and you, you look before so you crossed the street? Anything. You know, uh, so I mean, and, and I took that from that, right. to, and, and you know, for me, it's more about, well, right. okay, cool. It's a reminder to embrace life and what right. you have at this particular and you, and moment. And you also exactly. heard the song, so you exactly. could hear it through the lyrics, what the message yeah, was but, but I Yeah, but I mean, I... I would say that yes, I definitely got that more or felt that more after listening to the right. to the music because I knew it wasn't like something that was like saying, "Hey, let's get close to death. Let's let's rush forward into right. the oblivion." And right. you weren't jumping. You know, in front no, of a, I wasn't like woohoo. Jitney bus. <laughs> the, the bright light in front of me is an Amtrak train. I can't wait. You know, Watch so the car, please. I knew you Philly guys would understand that. <laughs> yeah, you guys exactly. all went to Wildwood. That's where I came from. Thanks for letting us explain that. No, no. Trust me, this is what it's about. This will help get the info out. Um, I wanted to ask about be, to between your first e EP, Y, and uh, now your new one. What was the difference as far as, you know, for you as a band going in doing your first one, your second one? What, what were the things that you, you said, okay, cool, we did this last time. This, you know, What was the difference for you in going in to record that one, process-wise, whatever? personnel well yes i understand there's personnel well it was a, like for why for instance uh, we had mikey mike um mm -hmm. ben longwell he was our first bass player he was a really good bass player chad myself and then um q and so so maybe this might be a better that. question when you have your third one out right <laughs> probably unless there's another lineup change and we'll leave that question alone well, again, again i think being on the outside of it from the first to the second the first one was so uh studio produced Mm -hmm. so I feel like Who I wasn't in part of the second one, the second one but I feel like the second one they wanted it to be more of a live gritty feel it rather than effects and gotcha a little bit more a little bit more more yeah, heart right in the group Fallen Faces was just a live demo and then we ended up like working on it harder and more and tweaking it and it became kind of like the NEP but just a raw in your face this is how we sound on stage Oh, uh, it you know? definitely comes across that way in listening yeah. to it well, that's cool. That's, that's kind of what we're looking for. Now, this question can be, although it might seem like it's 4D, it's for everybody. Okay? So feel free to chime in on this one. I've asked How does she feel to be with four sexy guys at one time right now? <laughs> that question always comes up. <laughs> wow. Well, Dave, we can, we can change it. That's oh, kind of oh a little different God. from what I had. But, uh, you know, I, I do want to ask this, and I, I've asked this of a couple of uh, a couple of bands, all right, that have uh, female front you know, singers, performers. Um do you find, uh, you know, in the, in the time that you've been with the band, do you find yourself still, like, facing that skepticism with new audiences where, like, oh, it's a, oh, it's a chick? No. And, like, having to find yourself prove that? Or do you see things changing there temperament-wise with, with especially a male-dominated audience in a lot of times? I never feel – I've never felt that way. I've always felt empowered pretty much, like – I like rocking out with these guys, and I, I just feel like that I can prove that I can hang with the guys. She has balls. I, well, actually, yeah, and I grew up with brothers, and they always like picked on me and kicked my ass. So I'm just I'm used to being around guys all the time. And her dad was a football player, so 
pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you, you forgot know. that. I, you're right. And you're I'm right. Austin, Texas, yeah, and I'm from Austin, Texas. People down there are crazy. Texas. See, we, we, we talked to Queen V about this, and, you know, of course, she's yeah. dating Bill Cowher, so, I mean, she's dating a football coach. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, but she said that, you know, every once in a while she kind of, you know, feels gets that, like, where she'll get an audience someplace, and probably closer down south. Don't kill me, southerners, when I visit. And they're just more like, oh, it's a chick. And, you know, <laughs> and then, then once they begin to play. So I just didn't, you know, I'm trying to take the temperament from all female-fronted Mm-hmm. You know, bands stuff like that. But that's kind of cool. I like that. You're like, yeah, I'm empowered. Whatever. I, I've been <laughs> I've been doing music for a long time. I played with in bands with guy singers and women singers, and I can tell you that she stands her ground. You know, if if she feels she's right on something, she's going to be equal with us four. You know. No, you know, you're right, and especially back in the big hair days. I mean, right. a lot of times <laughs> they look like if the makeup girls. was right, you didn't know. And I trust me, I used to have the. Long, I don't believe yeah, that. For no, no, I did. There's photos someplace. God, now, now it's all streamlined. Throwback Thursday on his page. He <laughs> oh might have God, more hits than me. I will scare people. I wasn't pretty enough for makeup or a band. Oh, we didn't so, like you good people. No. You guys went no. to the Nirvana stage I just later. bought drinks. You're like, we're not pretty I bought like drinks for women you took away flannel. from me later. That's what it was. Right. right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we take a listen to another song? Uh, what are we going to let everybody hear? This is called Memory, and um, this is basically about uh, Chad's mom. But... You can relate it to anyone who's really close to you who's passed on. Okay. All right. This is Memory by Close to Death.
That was Memory by Close to Death. What's the best place for everybody to find out what's going on with the band, keep in track with the band, know where you're playing? That would be me. That um, would be you. Well, yes, D, um, you've been I'm elected. I'm kind of like in charge of all the websites, so I would say Facebook, facebook.com slash Close to Death Music. Yeah, close I... number two death music. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on Twitter, twitter.com slash close to death band. And then um, we have a website, close to death.com. And that has all of our social net, uh, social media. It has like pictures of us with Mikey back in the day. It has mm-hmm. pictures of us with people who were on Fallen Faces and old um, flyers. A lot of good flyer work. Some Fox Fox News has all things. of Brian's excellent flyer work. Like he's yeah, the, he's the killer dude. Graphic designer. He really helps. Any bands us out there and you want to pay him? He needs the money for his twerking lessons. <laughs> his hips don't lie, believe yeah. me. Yeah, he does great, great work. Great work. Well, okay, so that, any one of those is, the, is a good place to go to find out what's going on with the band. Close to death. Yeah. Close to death. Wanna... .com probably would be the best place. Right? Main it's easiest for them to find. Yeah, or close you can death. email us at management at close to death.com. And that's where the link for donating for twerk lessons is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to have some twerking Roll videos up soon. <laughs> He's going to release a DVD. We're working on the music Ooh. rights now. That, you could see yeah. me after the show. You'd be surprised what twenty dollars gets you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I want to. I want to know for people who've never seen you play, and for people listening to you or thinking like, I don't know, you're coming to your town, and maybe I want to check them out. What what can they expect from a live show? What would you tell them? Wow, <laughs> a lot of jumping around from this guy. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. I also that heard boy can D, get up D, high. He jumps pretty high too. I heard with heels It's hard on. for us to move around because they're all over the place. Right. And I can't even tell you how many times I've knocked them into, you know, knocked into them with my guitar, and now I just try to stay, <laughs> stay back as far away as I can. So I'm afraid I'm going to hurt one of them by accident, you know. You can Hope expect a lot of D and Q yeah, so jumping we, around. Me and Matt, we were, he's Good thing we have we're wireless mics now because back in the day when we didn't, oh my God, what did it look like after we after like three songs? <sighs> Unbelievable. I, I try to get away with twirl some sticks every once in a while, but then I get the dead eye from D. She gives me that stare and I'm like, okay, I'll wait for a turn. It's not nineteen eighty five, like but the chicks dig it, right? <laughs> Nineteen eighty five. There's no riser. He's gotta stand out somehow. <laughs> right. Oh I'm not pretty anymore. I left the makeup home. She should feel good by that. Oh that's when right? he takes his shirt off. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> you heard the naked cowboy? I'm the naked drummer. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you, you've heard it here, and I know you're probably happy you're not seeing it, folks. But mm-hmm. <laughs> come to the show, and you can. You can. That's the best way to see this, man. You should be at Dobbs right now. I know, right? But it's two days late when this airs, right? Okay. No, a couple days later oh, okay. than that. It's okay. We still we just come to Dobbs. Ex- exactly. Just come to Dobbs now. And come, come see them next time. Support another band. Wait until they sh- just get to Dobbs, wait at the door until Close to Death plays again. That way you're yeah. right in line, okay? Right. <laughs> it's always the best yeah. way to see it. Just watch out for the tram car, please. Yeah, yeah exactly. And come early for parking. <laughs> yeah, come early for the parking. That's what she said. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I, I've, I wanted to ask you guys about um, was... With, since since you guys have been together for so long, and I realize that obviously it's not you know the full lineup and all that, but um, you know I, I saw a lot of chatter from a lot of a lot of fans and everything else like that. Uh, do you have any crazy stories about anything that might have happened with a fan or anything? Any stalkers? Any anything like that? And I understand twerking has its own stalking rule. But, <laughs> well, he's got his own website. Know? He's got his own fan club. But do you guys oh, do you guys have any great story. stories from the? Yeah, go. It was our was it who was that bass player that? 
the bus driver. Oh, yeah. He was a serial killer. (laughs) What? Yeah. We had a bass player who was like Ted Bundy. Oh, God. He's kidding me, that guy. Yeah, he was a bus driver. He wasn't a fan. That was before me. He was just that was member. before me. I was too pretty well, to be around like that. He was a member. And he something? like. Wait, wait, he's he, a member of the band? Yeah, yeah for a while. And yeah. like, he Short was while. Like, a, he was like a yeah, super hardcore core, core Kiss fan. And like. Hey, like me. He like, I guess, developed a really awkward <laughs> crush on me. And um, <laughs> for my birthday, he got me this necklace. And it looked like the necklace that the lady on Titanic had. Oh, <laughs> bro. <Rose. laughs> and that's when we were like, oh my God, red flags everywhere. And um, so, House, our, our manager at the time, he called him up and was like, listen, bro, like, you know, the band's not really comfortable anymore. Like, we're going to have to let you go. And like, he got so pissed. Like, he, he said, he threatened us. Like, he wanted all his money back for all the practices. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's Mike was with us. Okay, this is this is actually the first like I've heard a couple bands all stalking stories, excited fan stories, but I've never stalking from inside the oh, band. Inside. Yeah, it was pretty weird. He said wow. he had his he wife driving the bus by Brooks never, Brothers. Never showed her face. He runs yeah, the twerking website. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. He runs the twerking. He had a wife. He but had he never a wife. Saw her. Then when we kept asking to see her, he kept saying she was in Florida. We think. Yeah. She was in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Anything south of the house, yeah. longitude wise, from the house. Definitely. And 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 he stopped by your day job. Yeah, I work at Brooks Brothers on Forty Fourth and Madison. To say that. No, what? Now you have more stalkers. What's wrong with you? Oh. You got to edit that you out. That we'll one, take right? that one out. Okay. So he used to stop at your work. Yes, he stopped <laughs> at my job because his like bus line went past where I worked. He used to stop there and and just like wait for me. D, would you like a lift to practice? <laughs> no, they don't get I got everybody off the bus. It was really <laughs> disturbing. The seat in the back reclines. Our fans have been great. Our yeah. fans have been awesome. No, you don't yeah. have to pay They've been through a lot. Yeah. They've, They've been, been through, through a lot of drummers. All our nonsense, and they keep coming back, and we appreciate all of them. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I can't say we have yeah. any yeah. crazy yeah. ones. Hold on. How I got into this band, check this out. I was playing with another band one night. I got into this band because their drummer... Decided to push their manager. They choked him. Choked yeah, him out. Choked him out. <laughs> because my we went on like on a half hour late. Yeah, we went on a half hour later, which is expected at any show. But right? my yeah, band yeah, is right? on stage, and next thing I know, I see my my bass player jump off the stage, go and pick him up off the floor, and then two days later, I said to Chad, I said, or Chad, Chad, that you call me. Yeah, you I called call Chad and, and said, say, "Yo, do you need a drummer? Because I'm doing nothing right now." And he's like, "Yeah, dude, come come to it and see how it goes." So I go to rehearsal. She wasn't cool with it at first. We had Chris first, though. Yeah, you had Chris first. Chris came and then right. you. But she wasn't cool with it at first because she's like, Why oh, do you I hate keep that saying guy. that? Because you didn't. She didn't want me in the band. But anyway, I went to <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> I went to the Can rehearsal. Some counseling? So I, yeah, we need band counseling. So I went to the rehearsal, and two days later, I show up to this, their show in New York City, and they were going to have their bass player play drums. Uh-huh. And I'm showing up and thinking, I'm just going to watch. The next thing you know, they say, Hey, dude, you're playing. And I'm like, Oh, I am. And boom. You're so cool, Don. <laughs> I try. <laughs> but that's after the other crazy the, after thing. After the interview, yeah. if you two want to talk in a room here, we'll clear it. We never it. talk okay. to each other. That's what they put us next to Well, drummers are divas. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. They are. Every one of them. <laughs> Lars will let you know in the Aretha interview. Aretha Franklin <laughs> yeah, is my idol. <laughs> Every one of them. Well, um, you know, I, I, we're just going to wrap it up here in a little bit here. Um, what's, you know, what's next for you guys for this coming year? What do you got? What do you got going on? Anything big coming up? Anything you want to do? 
Well, I guess we should all start writing new music if we're going to, like, stick together. That's the next plan. That's a good if plan. everybody's yeah. down. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what we're working on okay. now. Make, you know, if, if everybody, you know. You know, the hardest thing is these two guys playing it. Uh, Q and Matt playing a, a different band. Yeah, we got to talk about that. So they play a different And band. I play in yeah. side projects. Yeah. So that's the hardest part is we have a lot of well, schedules. Those are the things but, that you need to overcome. But that's what but, we. But yeah. your, your plan is the next to move, write write new material, right? Yeah, see where if it goes. Everybody's willing, you know, which we, it seems to be so far, you know, and we can make it. If we can make it work, we'll definitely put the effort in because there was no. You know, these guys are great, but we've put effort in numerous amounts of times to only have things, you know, come back on us. So we want to just make sure before we take that next step, mm-hmm. everybody's down. And right now, that that seems to be the plan. Is we're going to move forward and, and write some new music. You have any and shows coming up? To that. Uh, uh, Atlantic City, right on the twenty second. Twenty yeah. second. All right, yeah. cool. What, where are you playing, Atlantic yeah. City? Le Grand Fromage. Le Grand Fromage. I Big cheese. Another suicide cheese. Uh, prevention show. Oh, yeah. all right, sweet, yeah. sweet. And is that the only gig you guys got coming up? You got anything so else far. after that? No, we have um, one on um, June twentieth. Oh, June twentieth. June twentieth at Tenth Street Live in Kennelsworth, New Jersey. Kennelworth. Okay. Kennelworth. Kind of yeah. Stay tuned to our websites because yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you guys are going to fill yeah. up some more stuff there. Yeah. All right, excellent. Taking it slow now that we got everybody. Well, that, that's good. Yeah, right. you know, build build that momentum up. Right. Yeah, there's no need to burn yourselves out. That's cool. Uh, I want to thank you all for taking thank time you. out. And thank you so much. Right much. Now. Appreciate it. You guys are killer. It's amazing how many BTUs we can generate. Four thousand <laughs> people. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys play tonight. Uh, until next time, everybody, this has been Close to Death as our guest. I'm Sean with Unclaimed Bands. Make sure you tune in for more interviews and uh, more great music. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. We're, We're Close to Death, death and, and Unclaimed Bands rocks. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclaimed Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.